Traveler's Tale. Shut up. <laughs> I enjoyed food. Yes. He did pretty good. I like food. He did. So, if you weren't here for our last session, speak. Shut up. If you weren't here for our last session, the party got themselves into a, a bit of trouble. They I don't know what you mean. Everything is going according to let plan. Me, let me explain. Fine. I have to recap for the audience. This is fine. They fought the massive knight who had uh, recently, who had several times fought against them and managed to defeat him by throwing him off the bridge. However, they found that they were a bit too weak for the for what they might have been facing against Archimedes, and thus decided to teleport back to Ibnaron, reconvene, and figure out what was going on. Though, Victor seemed to be in a different state of mind than he normally was. A weird devotion or <clears throat> kind of drive awakened within him, and he was obsessed with going back and killing Archimedes, though the other Abnaron, Pathfinder, and Tex tried to kind of alleviate him and figure out what was going on here, but he was stubborn and did not want to listen to them. And Oro, while he wasn't stubborn as well, wanted to go with Victor also. After some arguing and some trouble, Oro and Victor managed to escape the other group members and teleported back to Archimedes, where in turn, Archimedes had a trap laid out for them. They slayed him, but he turned into a pit fiend. And... Sheet. For lack of a better term, incapacitated Victor. While he is not truly dead, he is in a very, very bad situation. Archimedes did numbers on him. In the meantime, Tex, Edmaron, and Pathfinder all... Um, teleported above the base where Markham, the uh, the guard who they had tried to recruit earlier, was getting his men ready to siege the cultist base. And together they entered the base ready to fight through all the cultists inside and destroy um, whatever force was within and get their friend back. So, <clears throat> as they kicked down the door and entered, can I have Tex roll initiative? And yeah. I would also request that you control the initiative for Pathfinder, if that's possible. Uh, sure. Um, he uses... Give me a moment to I give could you... I play Pathfinder if you want. Um, sure, yeah. yeah so, I will give you the stats. He uses the stats of a shield guardian right here, but he is medium-sized. Uh, he has a sword and shield instead of his fists, and his intelligence is 12. So just keep that in mind. <clears throat> okay. So, I will grab a big handful of minis here. So does he actually resemble a, um, uh, um... So uh, then what do I have to hit a plus nine to hit with my sword? Yeah, the sword is it's just a weapon that it's using, and it's a regular long sword, so it'll deal the uh, 2d8 damage. And what does or the shield do for me? Um, sorry, the long sword deals just a d8 of damage because he's medium, and the shield is just part of his AC. So if he drops it, his AC will be reduced to 15. But we'll say that this right here is Tex. This is um, Ibnaron. And we will call we'll call this Pathfinder right here. So he's a robot, right? He's a he's a construct, yes. Warforged. So you get Oh yeah. You get into <laughs> No, not that voice. So, Tex, what did you get for initiative? I have already had let's see. Okay. I got a two. <laughs> 
Dex. I got a zero again. <laughs> Let's go. Would you get Pathfinder? Two. Two. I don't know what's going on with my rolls today, guys. I cannot believe that you are going after a teacher. Please, you heard me talk as Pathfinder. Don't say that like that. <laughs> We're all going to go insane if you speak like that. I am sorry, but it is what must be done. Okay. So, there are two cultists in this room, each guards that are kind of dressed up in armor, and they both pull out their uh, their weapons to try to attack you. Pav, being, uh, your character being somewhat absent of the situation, please roll initiative for Cultist 2, the stat blocks that I have given you. Oh, yeah. I love Cultist 2. All my homies love Cultist 2. Oh, my homies, homies, homies love, love Cultist 2. Cultist 1, though? Uh-uh. 12 dexterity is red bonus. Say plus 1. Nine. Nine. Okay. Yikes. Okay, so none of you guys roll that well. Emnaron is up first. And I think for the sake of simplicity, would you guys be okay with keeping the same initiative rolls throughout this uh, system and I'll just add more and subtract more people to the initiative as time goes on? Sounds good to me. Oh, but that works. <clears throat> so... Yes. Well, you'll be rolling different initiative, Pat, because you're playing the cultists. So, Ibnon will go first, and he will cast... Let's see, he's going to point at one of the cultists and and cast Firebolt. Cultist 1, Pat, that's you. Uh, Does a 12 hit your armor class? No. So, um, Ibnon goes to cast... Firebolts, but the cultist managed to uh, ping it off of his shield um, and is still standing. So now it is that one's turn. Uh, we'll say that you are this one right here with the bow. Right. I am going to cast. No, cultist two. Not cultist one. Oh, okay. Cultist, the stats for cultist two. I am going to stab Oro. Oro's not here. Pathfinder. Pathfinder. So yeah, here's here. Look, here is Pathfinder. Here is Tex, and here is Abnaron. You wouldn't know any of their names, but there's a wizard, there's a big lady, and there's a construct. I am going to stab wizard. Okay, so you, you run up there? here and you go to stab the wizard. Go ahead and make your two attacks. Spear. Twenty, not natural. That will hit. 18, not natural. It will also hit. So, some good roll, roll your damage for each attack as the if guard runs I up and... Rolled that well as right. If only. Sometimes it'd be like that, though. It'd be like nine they damage. don't say it'd be like it is, How much damage? do. Nine. Nine? Okay. So you basically get the wizard right in the arms, and you're like, ah, ah. He's um, trying to kind of protect himself with his staff. Now it is the second one. It is going to run up to Pathfinder. Come on. It is going to attack twice with its uh, his mace. He's just gonna like gonna hit you right in the face. Uh, one is a that's cocked. Let's see. One where are the stats? One is a fifteen. One is a twenty-one. The twenty-one will hit. So Pathfinder suffers uh, two points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> right across the jaw with the mace. Um, and now it is Pathfinder's turn. My turn. Okay, so you have two attacks with your long sword if you'd like. <laughs> I'm just gonna hack at him. 
That first one, it's plus nine to hit, you said? Yep. Um, right as the stat block says. Yeah, uh, 24. Hits. And then you... 20 non-natural. Yep, both hit. Roll damage. Uh, 2d6 plus 4. 8. 9. 17 damage. Uh, it's a d8. Because you're using a long sword in one hand. For each one. 7. 14. Plus your modifiers, don't worry about it. Plus... His strength is 18, so it should be plus 4 for each attack. Plus 4, so... 7 plus 4, 11, plus 7 plus 4, 11, 22 damage. Okay, so Pathfinder, like, stabs this guy right through his chainmail coat, and he, like, and then pulls it out and slices the head off. So, Tex, you're up. This guy is that <laughs> Robots can't spit. You're up, Tex. He makes that sound. Uh, yeah, Tex is just gonna... He spits a bolt. Oh, yeah. Alright, what are you gonna do? I'm just gonna double slice on The great sword? Oh, yeah. Actually, Tex is just gonna move. Well, I can move that way. Skibbity bop. 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 Skibbity no, 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 I'm not reacting to your roll, I'm reacting to my roll. That's still a bad roll, but holy cow, I rolled. Uh, so that's, uh, 15 and 18. Atrociously, you're really good. What'd you get? 15 and 18? Uh, both hit. Nice. I don't want to come over there, though. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> so. Alright, uh... Voice attack. Uh, eight plus... Could I please have you roll initiative for Cultist 1? That's a 15 damage for the first attack. Okay. Um, you, like, cut him. Keep, keep rolling. You cut him right up in an uppercut across his chest. Uh, and then, uh... Five. Five? Okay. And then 19 more damage. Okay, you, you cut up and then just... Cut down and... Embed the sword like six inches into his collarbone, and he's, oh, you pull it out. He is dead. Uh, you hear more footsteps coming as three more uh, cultists start filling into the room. You guys like start to move forward a bit, and they show up about here. So we'll say, uh, Abnaron is behind Pathfinder, is right behind you, Tex. Well, then you did say the uh, the hallway is technically five feet, I mean, ten feet wide, right? Um. I did say that. So, yeah. It's length, not width. Come on. Well, yeah. For all dimensions. Yeah. In order to fit the whole. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yep. Uh, top of the round, it will be Abnaron. You will kind of move over. Cast Wish. He doesn't have that. Dang. Time stop is a ninth level spell. So, um, he kind of like points over your shoulder text and will just cast Lightning Bolt. So. Path, can I have you make a deck save for Cultist 2, please? Oh, I get to regenerate my health. You do. Yay. Oh, wait, no, never mind. It's at the start of my next turn. 10? Ten. 10 will fail. So, uh, Edron kind of peeks over his shoulder and says, Tech, you want to duck? And here's like a boom as this huge line of lightning just flies all the way down the hallway. Let me roll dice here. Um, 
Yeah, so these two are incinerated. This one right here in front of you manages to kind of like duck underneath it. He still catches some of them as it arcs to him, but um, that will be you, Gav, right stuff, here. old man. But a bunch of stuff, and you, you see several of the cultists who were lined up here just get carved through. Not all of them die, but a lot of them are just like punctured through by the lightning bolt. And they're like, oh, okay, that was a big one. I need a minute. Um, Good to drop. Uh, just as well, it is now your turn, Pav, with Cultist 1. So, what are you going to do? You just saw your, your bodies behind you get incinerated. I'm going to cast Old Person on Oro. On? Oh, no, 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 on Ebnoron. On the wizard? Okay, seeing yes. the wizard, you're like, gotta take that guy out. So, Ebnoron will roll a Wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC. Uh, he has advantage because he has the magic resistance trait. And so that is a 25. That doesn't work. So you, you try you try to hold him. <laughs> you, you try to hold him, but uh, he just is like too magically inclined. You can't seem to get a good handle on it. So now it, it's Pathfinder. Ah, stab him. I'm going to pull Tex okay. out of the way. You push Tex out of the bed. And, and I'm just going to march forward very menacingly and chop his head Okay, off. go ahead and make your one attack. Eight. <laughs> that don't hit. Well, hey, like, what's, your, what's your proficiency bonus? Oh, wait, right. I didn't add my proficiency, so that's actually an 11. Still does not hit. <laughs> yeah, wow. Shocker there. Yeah, it just gets in the Okay, second the attack. Yeah, he, he kind of like ducks under your attack and you go to snap The second him. one is an 18. That hits. Roll damage. Go. Tan. Tan. Okay, you just stab him right in the throat, and he is vanquished. Oh. So, now you guys you guys keep marching forward. Uh, you're starting to hear some combat and rumbling up above. Probably the army getting taken care of by the gnolls. That's scary to think about, that you <clears throat> led all those men to their deaths, huh? Yeah. Um, but... I mean, I, I, know, I would hope they do a little better against gnolls, you know? Like, the gnolls. They're, they're trained soldiers. You think they... I think I gotta draw out this real quick. So, um, to your left is an open door that is, that's a little weird, the open door that is uh, the library. To your right is the uh, the unopened door that you never went into before. Text, you recognize these things. Pathfinder and Naron are just kind of continuing on. Yeah, I, I, I show them, like I, I describe to them the direct path. There are um, a couple of cultists in here. I assume you guys are just continuing. Yeah, we just, we skipped them. Yeah, so we'll say, now that your turn has ended, we can have you each move forward, like, 10, 20, 30, that amount of speed. Mm. Um, one of these cultists in here in the library is, like, turning around. He's going to cast, let's see, let me pull up the stats again. He's going to cast Firebolt at you, um, Pathfinder. Bring it, bitch. That's an 11 to hit. So you just kind of put up your shield and deflect it out of the way. You don't have time to... Go fight him, you're just marching forward at the command of Tex. Um, and so, again, we'll keep saying you're marching forward. Now, um, there will be... A kerfuffle of minions. A kerfuffle of minions, yeah. So we'll have, um, let's say... Um, here, we'll have two of them start running towards you, two are back here. Half, could I please have you roll initiative for two of the cultist one? 
um, archetypes. And would those dudes be uh, damaged by the lightning? Uh, no, they, they were coming towards you. They were coming around the corner. They're right, out of so range. The, the lightning took, took care of the other dudes that were in the corner. Yeah, if, if you had... five. Huh? Nine and five. Nine and five, okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, the other guys who were there, you would have fought them, but Abnormal just blasted them out of the way. Can I try and get a better initiative? Um, yes, you may I, reroll I, if you I like. I would like something You may reroll if you like. Watch him just roll another one. Yay! I, I rolled... It's two ones. Okay, so first up will be this guy. Uh, he will just kind of push out of the way. He can't really do much, um, but you see... Actually, no, no, he will look towards uh, Pathfinder, and he will kind of like create this flame, and he'll point to the ceiling above you, and this holy flame goes to rain down on your head. Make a dex save, please. I really don't like Pathfinder. Well, he's in the front, so... Still. Not 20. You managed to put your shield up and dodge out of the way. <laughs> So that does nothing, and that is it for his turn. Next up is... Um, I'm just like back flipping yeah. this. This guy right here, uh, he has a a uh, mace in his hand. He's also wearing some of the, the armor, but he's going to like take the mace in two hands and try to hit you with it. Wouldn't I have dodged backwards out of his range? Not necessarily. Because we're behind you, so you wouldn't have him. And he also, he'll just move forwards because he has the speed. Okay. But... This is an 11 and a 6. So these cultists are nothing towards Pathfinder. Techs are impressed by how much Pathfinder has improved as he is just parrying and carving like a master of the art in front of you. So now it's your turn. Alright. Uh, I use the... Help me. Is there, would you say, like five feet in front of Pathfinder? Uh, well, no, there's a guy right in front of him. I probably should have oh, okay. clarified. He's right up in front of me. But yeah, so I, I, I just like scoot past. Yep, you move to the side. Uh, and I just... Uh, yeah, just, uh, I'm gonna move over here. Okay, you kind of skirt around them and go to attack the second guy? Uh, yeah, I'll attack this dude. Would not okay. provoke an opportunity attack. I'm staying within his. Uh, oh yeah, he's, he's staying within his range. Pav, this one will be against you. Uh, this attack will be against the cultist, the cultist, uh... One, uh, 15? Uh, does that hit? One. Cultist three, I think I said. Yes. 15 nice. hits. So, go ahead and roll your damage. Alright, oh, and I'll use my, uh, uh can I use a, um, alright, what's it? Um, Divine Smite. No, I say that I... Ignite the sword. Lit the sword, yeah. Okay, you kind of scrape it against the stone walls and scrape it against Pathfinder's, like, like giving him a shade. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be careful with that! Hey, now. Uh, You're right, Austin. Wait, I'll roll that one. Five, that's better. Alright, so 10 plus. I'm gonna get a D8. 10. So um, 17 plus 8. Uh, well, that, no, it's, it's a 2D6 fire damage. Right. But how much damage? How much base damage? Uh, 17. So that will. I believe that will kill the cultist. Uh, uh, half new firm for me. Yeah. So yeah, you just basically stab him in the stomach and like rip up and kind of pull part of his body in half so this guy is just. Yeah, gone. Right. And then yeah, I use my other attack to hit that one. All right, you turn around and slice at that guy. Go ahead and attack. Uh, that is a twenty-two. Definitely hits. Yeah. Uh. uh I will reroll these two. Yeah. Uh, fourteen plus twenty-one damage. Okay, you just kind of turn around and 
Yeah! You like cut his head off right in front of Pathfinder, um, and blood. Heck yeah. Blood kind of sprays Pathfinder's face, but you guys continue. Thank you, Tax. Of course. According so, to the fray. Once more into the fray. So now it is. I will not go quietly into the night. Now it is uh, this one right here. Or, uh, can I use the rest of my Please, yeah, sure. Right, so, what you have, let's say, uh, you can use. Well, no, remember each one is ten feet. So oh, we're right. saying that you you can move like ten more feet right there. Okay. So now that one is going to, let's see, he's going to move up to you and cast inflict wounds. He's just gonna go to um, like grab your face and uh, inflict wounds on you. Uh, that is a twenty-one, surprisingly. Uh. Oh, it against armor class, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, that hits. Shield it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hit. I don't have a She doesn't have shield. That's a wizard thing. So, um... Faith. I don't have shield. You take a total of 20, half to 10 points of necrotic ah. damage. Uh, as you feel the darkness seeping in your face, you, like, bat his face away. It doesn't hurt you as much because you're an awesome R, but uh, you do still feel some of the, like, the veins and the blood pounding in your head. So, now it is... Robot. Pathfinder, man. You, you're coming with me. <laughs> mm. That's all I can do, right? You, you can move up to 30, so you could do 10, 20, 30. <clears throat> Alright, you just, you just hear Pathfinder kind of clanking behind you. I'm gonna punch the wall and try and drop rocks on the cultists. <laughs> you punch the wall, it doesn't do anything. You, you make the wall sound effect. <clears throat> so, now it is, uh, ah. Norrin's top of the round. Oh, it's here. Sorry. You can do something else. No, no. Okay. Uh, 10, Nauron, 10, 20. We'll move up. He can't really do much either. Let me see. Oh, man. About me. He will kind of put his hand to his chest and see if this helps. And you see kind of um, a bluish, clear, uh, translucent special armor appear over some parts of his body. He will mage armor himself. Okay. So now it is uh, this guy again. He will um, look to he will look to Tex and uh, make a deck save, please, as he will try to take or claim you as well. Fine. Next dirty save. I did not save. Uh, you take three points, half to one of radiant damage. Careful there. Well, as it just hits you in the head, it doesn't really hurt that much. You're out, hurt. and you're just kind of bonk. Like, Oh, that tickled a little bit. Now it's your turn again. Death. 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 You have done this to yourself. Um, yeah, so I just... May I swing this blade? No. It is that I hope I am sending a sinner to heaven. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, 19... Powerful words. Yes, that hits. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Powerful the inscription. Words. The inscription on the executioner sword. That's pretty cool. Okay, I've always wanted to have like a German excuse me, sure those things are so cool. This is my hand. So, uh, 22? 20 damage? Alright. You stab him in the stomach and like lift him up and then throw him back down again on the ground. He's bleeding out. That one is Dead. done. All right, I'm gonna move Next up. one, he's kind of back and I'm like, uh, uh, No. That is unnatural 20? Uh, yeah, does, no. that, does that hit? No. Doesn't hit him? No, it does. It, it does. <laughs> It'd be silly if it didn't. That's a 12. Uh, we can roll, we roll ones and twos. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, he's alive. 
15. He's about to be meat slushy. Uh, 23. Well He's done. alive! Well done. Uh, I use stats for cultist 3, not cultist 1. Oh, he's not alive! He's not alive, so yeah, you kind of bisect him right by the waist, and he just <laughs> falls away. Tex has no time for any of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, you just, you guys just keep, keep continuing forward. More cultists are coming at you. Um, uh, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Give me a moment. Fry me. Give me a moment, please. I need to One. do a lot of things. So as you are starting to enter this room right here, you kind of, um, the, the, the door to the first lab that you saw on your left is barred. Mm-hmm. You try to kind of like push your way into it, but it's blocked, so you're just continuing to move forward. Uh, as you're coming here, there are a few other, uh, so there's two cultists, one here and one here, that um, look to be approaching you, and you hear demonic sounds coming from the inside. Great. Um, so I will say that there are three of these boyos, but you can't see them, but they're there. Uh, you can hear kind of the sounds, almost like apes, kind of just like <laughs> screeching, and yeah, like they're just making like babbling noises. Great. So, uh, half, can I please have you roll for two cultist one, please? It's not manslaughter if they're bad guys. I not manslaughter if they're not bad. Vehicular manslaughter. 16. I love it when my lawyer turns a party into the death sentence. 22. 22, okay, thank you. I want a lot of initiatives here. I'm glad, I'm glad Joe realizes his character will be last. Okay, so first up is uh, one of the cultists. It is this one right here in front, who is like trying to hold you guys back. What are you gonna do on your turn, cultist? Mm, inflict wounds. Okay, so you're gonna run up to, we'll say 10, 20, 30, and you're gonna run up to Tex. Yeah. Okay, and once again, he tries to like, almost like sort of touch your armor and do inflict wounds. Uh, what is the spell type? Plus three, it should say right there, plus three to hit. Oh yeah. Um, 20 not natural. <laughs> that does hit. Alright, so go ahead and roll 3d10 necrotic damage. Unless I he casts it. I guess you just suck. Unless, unless the cultist chose to cast it at a higher level, no. but I assume it was first. Uh, it was at first. <laughs> I guess you just suck. Skill issue. Uh, oh, that, that really sucks. I'm fine with that. Me, just kidding. It's not. Nine. Nine and a half to four points that's of really, damage. That's really, that really sucks, like, as a roll. <clears throat> Generally. Generally. Alright, now it is one of these demons that are going to... What's the speed on these things? Not high. So, it is able to move here, and you see kind of this small, almost like... It, it looks almost like a small ape, but it's hairless, and it has, like, the head of a bat. Um, it looks natural. It's, it's, a, it's a normal demon, but it's kind of like... It's just looking for any sign of life, and uh, it does not look to be hacking towards a cultist either. It's kind of like swiping away at the one to its side, which is sort of trying to kick away at it. Um, But it can't do. Actually, in fact, it will attack um, this cultist right here, which will be uh, Pav. It's going to try to bite you. No, that's only the same cultist as before. No, 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 this one right here. So this little ape. It's called a dretch. I'll say. It's uh, only got a seven to hit though. So. It's small, it's like three feet tall, so you're just kind of like trying to kick away at it, just trying to bite and scratch it at you with its uh, natural weapons, but now it is that one's turn. Okay, I will, um... And uh, which number is this one? 
That is number two. There are two cultists, these two, and there's these demons here. Hold person on, um, um, Pathfinder. Okay, Pathfinder needs to make a wisdom save, which I will make for him. Uh, that's a natural 20. So, uh, you try to cast whole person on the automaton, but it just, again, it breaks free. It seems pretty strongly inclined towards magic. So now it is Abnaron, and he will, once again, try to peek over you guys, and he will target this little odd creature with a firebolt, which, uh, does that hit? It does hit. He rolled poorly, but it hits. He kind of like point, he pokes over Pathfinder's shoulder and phew, shoots out this bolt a fire towards it. D10. Um, that's a really good roll, but unfortunately, um, so Pathfinder, uh, Neuron shoots out the uh, bolt of fire, and it hits this thing right in the stomach, and it, ah, you see some, like, uh, burned blood and muscle showing, but it doesn't seem to hurt it that much. It seems like it absorbed some of the fire into its body. Um, Seeing that it is a demonic creature, you would assume that it's more resistant to fire than most common things. Um, but it is still looking very banged up. So, now it is uh, the second of these things, which is again just going to move here. And now it is Tex. Nice. Right, yeah, I'll swipe at that dude. Okay, Tex is attacking you, cultist. Uh, that's a 16. Is that it? Yes. Go for damage, brother. Pathfinder will be up soon. We're almost at the bottom of the initiative. <laughs> oh, so. 22 damage? 22, does that kill it? Yes. Okay, so you um, you stab this thing, or you uh, hit it right in the shoulder and like pull it down, and this, this guy just falls down to the ground limply. And I'm gonna move. So yeah, you can get just up to that one little ape creature uh, that is now like, bleh, bleh, and you see there are the two more of them in the room right there. Okay, um, I'm just gonna forego those two and swing this dude. Okay, uh, attacking you again, cultist. Okay. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. Yeah. That hits. Twenty-six damage. All right, that kills. You cut the legs off of this one and then just bash it to the ground. So both of the cultists are now gone. Um, lastly, it is this one. It will 10, 20. That's all I can do. It it doesn't have high movement speed. Now it is Pathfinder. Uh, I'm right going here. to use my movement speed. Uh, 10, 30. Nothing else I can do. Okay, you you're just kind of waiting behind Tex, ready for her to. Um, Unless I can hit a cultist from here. Uh, both cultists are gone. Um, but I will say, yeah, they're, they're both gone. So, top of the round, it is this first one. It will attack Tex once with its um, bite and once with its claws. Um, both definitely miss, though. So, uh, you see this thing is like kind of wildly trying to swing at Tex, but she's just Yay. pushing it away with uh, its sword. Now it is uh, Ebnaron's turn. He, let's see. Um, he whew, cannot do much Gesundheit. 
Bonus action, he will misty step over to this corner, and then you see he's going to once again point his stash towards these guys and yeah, cast Lightning Bolt. They all need to make dexterity saving throws, uh, of which they all fail, so... Vapor Rat. Yep, pretty much. He just blasts them all and covers you in... Medium well cold. Covers you in some uh, some of the... So, Abnaron lightning bolted these demons after Misty stepping into the room. Nice. And uh, you have now... They're all vaporized, so oh, just... Whoosh, gone. And uh, now you guys continue marching forward. Um, and it's right about then, as it's been about two to three minutes... <laughs> that Oro shows up. Where's my Where's my mini for Oro? I can't find I can't find it. What does he look like? Uh, he's got two swords. The rogue. Uh, oh, the, the painted one. No, I lost the painted one. Oh. Um, you know we'll just use this guy. So Oro, you show up right about here, and Tex, you see Oro at the end. So as you kick open this, oh yeah, there we go. That's the one I was looking for. So you you kick open the door. I'm invisible. Okay, so. you kick over the door and you keep moving, but Aura, all of a sudden you see... I just start talking to them. Like, Kurt Beal, there is a... There is the biggest demon I've ever seen. Quite possibly some kind of pit fiend. What, what, what? It's killed Victor! Who's talking? Get back here. Hurry! Pathfind, Pathfinder, you... The Tom Pathfinder, you know, is... Who's talking? Who is that? Aura. Aura. Who? It, it is the, the one that was with Victor earlier. Unindies. Fine. You pull my cloak down. You, you pull your cloak down and appear right in front of the Pathfinder. So Victor is dead. Save your chatter. We have to hurry. Unless he's turned into a kebab. Shit. Save it. Yeah, we are already too late. So let's get down there. Ah, fine. So um, Abnorn will move uh, with you guys and yeah, I, I like walk up. I realize I've made a mistake, but Victor is almost dead. We there have to are hurry. three cultists in here who are trying to um, organize things. Have can I have you roll initiative for two cultist ones, please? Or no, two cultist twos. Sure, my mistake. And to make it easier, we could probably just have Pav do uh, Pathfinder now that I'm back. And then you okay. ju you just do that. Anyway. Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. So Pav, are you okay with running Pathfinder? Yeah. Okay, so I'll roll initiative for the cultists. Um, thank you, bro. <clears throat> so, first up is one of them. Uh, he, this one right here, he will, uh, let me see real quick. Uh, he will use his bonus action to create a spiritual weapon. So you see kind of a long sword appear near you, Oro, and it's going to stab down towards you. Um, with a 14. That will not hit. So you kind of deflect it on your, your sword, and then he will try to, um, he will try to firebolt at you with a 19. Okay, that'll hit. So, um, you take three points of fire damage. Uh, as it just clips you right in the shoulder. I'm going to decide to take one. Okay, you uncanny dodge, and it singes your cloak. You could just do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, dodge. So, next up is Abnaron. He will, once again, misty step over to, like, right here. No. And, and I'm gonna s scream at him, Get closer! Closer, monsieur! I can't get closer! Into the fray! 
And then he's going to 5, 10, 15, move back in the corner. Uh, and he will... Um, lightning bolt. He's a magic user. Yeah, but you could like just give him a little smooch, you know? He's a just like, man. Just like a little, a little just like inflict wound. <laughs> inflict wounds at a ninth level. Uh, so you see, just, just a little, like you know. Yeah, just he is going to death. little love tap. He is going to uh, use his staff, and you see blue energy coursing through it, but not the lightning you saw before. And he will hoorah, and this missile, this cone of cold that works too, will echo out. Um, so all three of them need to make constitution. Uh, yeah, constitution saving throws. Uh, they all failed. Correct. So that is eight d eight cold damage. Ooh, I think that's overkill. Yeah, I know. That's overkill. They're gonna die. <laughs> so oh. he just kind of freezes them solid, and then, like, walks up to one and, like, cracks it on the head with his staff, and it partly, like, falls apart. Bientôt, monsieur. Well, let's go! So, you guys continue down to the lower level. Let me, uh, be right back. I need get a washcloth to wipe us off. Death time. Those two dudes were, like... They, they saw everything going on in the hallway. Just they were just like, no, I like, I choose life. Exactly. No I thanks. Life. I choose life. Yeah. Name the movie. Huh? No thanks. Oh, uh, I choose life. Ice Age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't get that. Um, we will talk. If one of these dudes actually were to surrender, would you serious life? No. I'm lopping no. his head off. No. What kind of question is that? Yeah. What do I look like to you? Oh. I just, I just put an arrow through an old man's nostril. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I am? Spit. Geneva Convention. Geneva. They surrender to you. Damn, bro. Easy target. Easy. Hasn't been invented yet. We're all good. The Geneva Convention hasn't existed yet. So. So, so that means there's been no human rights violations. Let's go, guys. Pathfinder is kind of like talking to Oro. I am Vecna. Vecna? You're not Vecna. Don't. You're a shield guardian. You're not a Vecna. I know, but you know what? You know Vecna. I know who Vecna is. Yeah. From the season four of Stranger Things, you know. What? I was. I. I know Vecna from Critical Role, but sure. Oh. oh okay. So, um, Pathfinder's kind of talking to Oro on the way down, and he says, "So, Victor is gone, dead. Not gone yet, Monsieur, but he is barely holding on to life. What happened to him? Did you?" Well, how, how, how did you end up in such trouble? And there was this, we killed Archimedes. This old man I put an arrow through his forehead. He was hooked up to some kind of machine, imbuing his mind and soul into a pit demon. A pit demon? Once we killed the old man, there was nothing left to control the pit demon. It came rushing out of a wall at Victor. Victor held it off for me to get to you all. But yeah, at a great cost, he is... Lying on the ground, bleeding. This demon was no... He was no match for this demon. Oh, we need to move fast then. So, I'm just... You know, kind of... Blankly sketching out where you are. So... Pardon my... Pardonnez-moi. Pardon, yeah, pardon my non-organized... Pardon... My unorganizedness. Two That's things. what I was gonna say. One, how did you get over the hall? I, I can teleport. Oh, yeah, you used a knife. Yeah. Fine. But we have to get over the hall. I can teleport. <laughs> Good for you. So, you guys get in here. Um, there are no cultists in here yet. You kind of have to. There, there were a few cultists at the bottom of the door, uh, and there are a few in here you see um, that are moving around. So, 
Uh, Pathfinder kind of, what's next? Where do we go? Where is he? Across that. Across, and you know, Point, yeah, point across the bridge, or what used to be a bridge. Yeah. How are we supposed to do? I grab Pathfinder, and I'm gonna manifest my knife, throw it across, and I'm gonna attempt to teleport with him. Is that in the rules? Do I don't know. know. That's why I'm asking. Okay, but, <laughs> so maybe we'll look cool. I don't know if I'm allowed, I don't think I'm allowed to teleport with people. Let me look, let me look at the rules real quick. Please do, because I don't remember. Um... Yeah, you cannot. You cannot bring people with you. It's just you. Okay, not, uh, rats. Um, hold on. Let me let me get my. Um, well, that sucks to be him. Then I'm gonna teleport to the other side. <laughs> you teleport to this side. Wait. How are we supposed to get over there? I mean, I can get over there, but you... <gasps> wait. I know. Um. Uh. 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 uh Yes. You can carry it off, right? I can, yes. Okay. He touches your chest, mm-hmm. and um, you, he casts fly on you. Oh. So, you are now able to fly. Cool. Yeah. Um, I need to also get across beans. <laughs> I thought I was speaking for Pathfinder. You guys keep making up voices for Pathfinder. But I need exist. to also get across. So, Abnarlon will misty step across the... Uh, uh, yeah, the I, I guess I... Mother. <laughs> Come on, Pathfinder, let Tex carry you. Yeah, I just grab carry Pathfinder. Me. Yeah, you just grab okay. you just grab Pathfinder and uh Thank you guys you very much. float over the gap. Oh, that sounds yeah. like it hurts. Oh yeah. Oh stop doing that. I know, isn't it kinda crazy how I can do this with my vocal cords? Yeah, we can. We're we're all pretty skilled at doing that. No one. It's not just you, Morty. Sure. Okay, please stop uh, sounding like an airplane. I imagine his jaw just like hinges open like a snake. <laughs> okay, hold on a minute. I'm trying like, to. Um, just whatever do, the a didgeridoo just strap the marbles. The one guy that got his head blown up in Doctor Strange. Kind of. That guy. And he Vague. screams. Vague. You know, I actually have a didgeridoo. I actually have a didgeridoo. Uh oh. Someone needs to. Tell me it's not kind of cool. No, it's not. He needs to go in for repairs. Tell me it's not kind of cool that I can make that kind of shank. Sure. You make that noise. <laughs> you stab it. You make that noise. Okay. You make that noise. Okay. This is getting off topic. This is getting really off topic. No, but like change pitch. And Keep shift. going. Like shift it. So you exactly. guys get across. You guys get across the um. This place and Pathfinder says. Do we just keep going? Yes, I follow me. Do we just keep going? Where, monsieur? Follow me. Okay, you guys continue, but you start to hear the sounds of like coming from down the hallway, and as you get bon chance. What is that? Uh, is, is, is there something down here with us? There was Where, a monsieur? was a creature that we had locked up last time. Oh dear. And as he's speaking, boosh! Out of this hallway comes the creature that you saw last time. 
you see the... Um, first of all, I should mention that the hallway is in shambles. Like, everything is broken, things are kind of lying around, there are a couple of bodies around, and this uh, creature is right in front of you. Uh-oh. You notice it's... It has a sort of horse... Sort of the... Uh, Horse. The what's the word? Effect? Legs. Lower effect. Legs. legs. Yes. I, I couldn't find the word. The sort of horse legs, <laughs> legs. with uh, metal. Yeah, I couldn't find the word for legs. With metal plates in them, it has the massive furry torso with the one ballista arm, and its head looks kind of like a howler monkey with sharp teeth. Its body looks to be kind of falling apart. The stitches are coming loose, and you see like one of its arm. The skin is flying away, but it's still like, <laughs> like it's sort of howling at you as it comes towards you. So. Oh, see uh, Oro, please roll initiative because you haven't joined the initiative yet. Oh no, Monsieur. Uh, six. six. To be fair, it did hit the bag. Can I re-roll it because That's the bag not a stopped very it? Good sure. Hey, give me back my bag. Please stop doing that. Fifteen. Thank you. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh. Which is a slightly better roll. So. Wow. First. I'm oh, sorry, wow. I, I, I'm trying to organize everything that's going on here. How dare you? What is so hard to organize? Please stop doing that. So first stop up... Stop doing what? First up is the Howler. The creature. I won't call it the Howler. It's part Howler, but it is this creature. It rolled very high on its initiative, so it's going to just, like, stomp towards you, uh, and it will go to attack Pathfinder. Uh -oh. It will uh -oh. attack Pathfinder first. Reaching. Oh, oh, wait, no, I'm... Owie. Why am I so, in the back? Oh, sorry, did you not want me to go back? No, it's okay, it's fine. So, Pathfinder, first it will um, go to just, like, punch you with its massive Doesn't fist. Doesn't have to be closer? Uh, oh, yeah, my bad. Is it, it will... say, within five feet? A Pathfinder? Uh, a Pathfinder? Perhaps. Okay. Just, just so, asking for a friend. Uh, it will punch Pathfinder um, with a dirty 20 to hit. Is it no. the whole hallway? I'm getting... Uh, it is. Okay. It is. Dirty 20 to hit? Yes. Okay, so you take um, nine points of bludgeoning damage as the big red fist just slams across you and then it will try to bite you with a 24 to hit. Biting the metal man? Yes. Smart, I know. Ingenious. You take a total of 15 from that as well as it just punches you and then like bites you. Uh, some of its teeth do actually break and bleed off of Pathfinder's metal body, but it does not care. The thing is like ravenous, it is wild, it's just howling, it's flailing its arms all over, which is causing more of its body to fall apart. But oh, it's still going. Oh, oh. And Naron's turn next. Uh, he will- Bridget, monsieur. What? Can you make me stronger? Uh, um. Uh, I don't think that he is that kind of wizard. I, uh, I, uh, I, I don't think so, no. No problem, monsieur. Um, Continue on. I, I can do this instead. And he will um, point out towards the thing and there cast magic missile. No, that works too. <laughs> so, God, this d4 is so weird. It's doing damage, George. It's doing damage, I'll take it. That is one. This d4 is so weird. Use a different one. Five, six, plus. So, uh, three of the magic missiles kind of against the side of its body, some of its skin and fur flies off on the um, on the side of the wall. It is still flailing around madly. Now it is Oro's turn. Um, so I'm gonna aim. 
Okay, you step back, kind of lean against the wall. Do I notice any particular weak spot on it? Pretty much everywhere. This okay. thing is falling apart, literally falling apart. I'm just going to try and put one through the eyes then. Okay. First one is a 17 to hit. And then that one is a 23. The hits. damage. Okay, so yeah, you basically you throw this thing and it goes right into this thing's eye. Not all the way through, but it like sticks in it. Like roars in pain as it's just shaking its head around. You see its head is like almost starting to detach a little bit from its body with stitches on it. Uh, and it is just kind of this gross amalgamation. Wait, did you think that was metal? What? Uh, I shot it with my boat, correct? Okay, yeah, that's... Actually, wait. No, if it's okay with you, I would rather throw my knife at it. Yeah, that's fine. Because now I'm going to teleport on top of it. Okay. You trying to grapple it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Roll a grapple check. Roll an athletics check. Like, if not, you just get behind it, which is fine. Ten. That is fine. Uh, yeah, I got a 21 on his grapple. So you, tra- you, you teleport on top. You're like, oh, grapple this thing. And it immediately throws you off. So you're now behind it over here. Cool. That's fine. Um, but now it's Texas' turn. All right. Uh, and so is this 10 feet wide? Yeah. Okay. I'm just drawing it smaller for the sake of yep, yep. simplicity. Yep. I go in for the attack. Yep. So go ahead and attack it. Uh, that probably won't happen. Who knows? Um, that's going to be a 14. That does not hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I help him. You can't do that. <laughs> No, that's much better. Uh, that's a... 31. Just it did. <laughs> good job. Imagine I, sent, I sent him my good vibes. <laughs> your, 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 your high roller vibes. Your 31 vibes. High roller vibes, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we want this one. Nice. Eight, 12, 20... 27, and then also, actually, I've been forgetting the 1d8 that I get just because of... Yep, natural radiant damage. Go ahead and roll that. <laughs> one. Uh, no, that's an 8. Oh, okay, I thought that was a 1. Uh, one radiant damage. So that's... Uh, There's a little that's tinge fine. of holy. Just, just one bit. How much damage total? Uh, 12, 20, 28, 35 damage. Alright, so you cut deep into its uh, horse legs, like severing some of the muscles, and it... As it, like, buckles a little bit underneath its body starting to separate more from itself. So lastly, it is Pathfinder. I am going to attack the same person that takes attack. Okay. I'm the... going to attack. No, I was hoping you were done with that. I, I like that first one, actually. Yes, I agree. Attack it twice, go ahead. Uh, Please, seriously stop doing that. I'm, I'm very much not happy with that. Why, it's like a robot. But I've, <laughs> I have... You know the voice of Pathfinder. I've done it before. <coughs> I did it last session. Mm, but this is and I've done it this session. I mean, it, it just sounds too much like the Pathfinder from Apex Legends. I'm adapting on your character. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't. I thought it was. Put the cap on the water. What is it going to hit? Roll. Uh, twenty-three. That hits. 
roll again if you want to attack the same thing. Yes. Mm, 12. Does not hit. So your first attack kind of pings off the wall, but the second hits. Go ahead and roll your damage 1d8 plus your strength uh, for the longsword. That's a d10. <laughs> I'm just blind. Don't mind me. Oh. Alright. You, you go to stab in the same place, but this thing is moving around so much, you roll pretty low on damage, so it just kind of it does some damage, but it's not, not nearly as much as Texas. So now it is this thing's turn. It will move its uh, hand, its sort of ballista arm towards Tex, and it will fire it point blank. So it's like disadvantage? Right? Yes, it will get disadvantage. Use deflect missile. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Not a monk. Um, that is still a dirty 20 to hit. Wow, alright. Yeah, With disadvantage. With disadvantage, yeah. Must have a large bonus. Does that hit? It, yeah. I'm just making sure. No. So. Uh, you take a total of 21 points of piercing damage as it goes like right through your stomach and you are currently grappled by it. Uh, and then it will turn to Pathfinder and go to punch you with its big furry fist. Seriously, a 20 hits you? A, a 9. hit Victor. Yeah? A 9 to hit Pathfinder, so you manage to deflect it. Pathfinder deflects it with his shield. Um, and now it is Evaron's turn again. He will, let's see, um, he will look towards it and, let's see, um, he'll just, mm, Fireball. He doesn't have Fireball. Right. That would've been funny though. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry, there's not much I can do, this is a really crowded place. Uh, so he'll just kind of Magic Missile again, uh, in the meantime, Aura, what's your turn? I'll roll damage for that as you're going. You gonna attack it? Well, I was gonna try, but it's a nat one, which the wait a minute. So plus eleven to hit. Well, a nat one misses regardless of bonuses or uh, anything like that because it's a nat one. Just like a nat twenty hits okay, regardless fine. of bonuses. I will sit there and do nothing. So you, you, you drop your dagger and just like, oh, what the fuck else can I do? Uh, yeah, I. Sorry, I bro. I cannot wait for two more minutes for my next turn. But, Tex, you're up. Alright, time to hit it again. Alright, this thing is slowly starting to fall apart. It's not looking like it has too much stuff left in it. Uh, that is a yeah, 24. It's. Roll a second uh, attack just to see. Okay. Uh, and that is a 80. That still hits. Alright, I mean, I could I could do more of these. Yeah, if you'd like. Pathfinder will be up after Tex, just so you know. Melee. <laughs> Damage. Damage. Beautiful. Alright. Um, Beautiful. Ten. I think this is fine. I don't even have blow on it. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. You've got the... No, I'm not going to say that. Eight. I got a blow from the DM. That's what I wasn't going to say. <laughs> Forty-seven. Oh, I wasted it. You idiot. How much damage total? Sixty... Sixty-one Good. damage. Sixty-one damage? Yeah. All right, so you... I mean, yeah, how do you want to kill this thing? That's, <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of damage. Pathfinder uh, yeah, swings at it and misses it. I can go over it afterwards. But yeah, I uh, I think Tex essentially just like 
Um, yeah, she, she swings down for the legs, like, cutting them. Yeah. And then goes down and just, uh, what's it? Um, what's it called when you cut someone in half vertically? Bisect. 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 Yeah, yeah, bisect them in order to make room to walk past. Alright, so kind of like, Oro, this is, this is interesting to watch from behind. You see Tex, cut the legs, and then yeah, she like, slams it, pushes it down the middle, and like, tears this thing in half and just walks up in front of you like, sup? Well, that was a lot. Sorry, I didn't notice you there. I was just reading the monster manual. Riveting stuff, you know. <sighs> Feels nice to relax after all the work is done. This is the last mid-roll I'll ever record for Traveler's Tales. Quite a funny thought. I've done so many of these, it's hard to imagine it is such an important thing. And yet each one has had its own little quirk or pizzazz to it. Different voices, different environments, but the same topic all this time. Though, not necessarily this time. I suppose it'd probably be too late to promote the podcast to you, since you've probably listened to all of it by now. There's nothing left to advertise. Still, you can enjoy the mid-roll while it lasts. This episode doesn't really have a good place for one, but I figured it was important for me to record it anyways, since I'm sure it's important to some viewers. And to think... Back in the day, we didn't even have mid-rolls. <laughs> I wonder how we got on without them. Anyways, I'm glad you're here. You've listened to all of the hard work that I've done to edit these episodes and mid-rolls over the years, and that makes me glad. It's been a journey, and I appreciate that you've been there all this time. Oh, but I shouldn't keep you. You still do have more to listen to, don't you? It's the last episode. I shouldn't delay you any further from hearing the conclusion. Farewell, my friend. Thanks for listening. And come back and visit any time you like. Where did that thing come from? I'm uh, going to turn around. You mean that was a lot? It was here. I don't Shut know where that came from. Stop it. So, you guys continue moving until eventually... Let me clear out. You have made it to the cavern crossing. I'm gonna oh. turn invisible. All right, you are invisible. But yeah, so it's. Uh oh, we are at the cavern crossing. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so it's forty-six per attack, plus a D8 per attack. Yeah. Plus seven. We per should attack. try to be sneaky. Just, yeah, so that that works. I'm kidding. I'm not paranoid. That's the funny thing. Yeah, please stop. So yeah, we. <clears throat> so, um, you guys make it to the cavern crossing, and you are standing currently, kind of, um, a a as you get to the cavern crossing, Oro opens the door. You kind of go through the secret entrance that you found before, uh, and you find yourself standing before the bridge, and you hear the sounds of booming and rumbling behind you as something big is shaking the ground. Um, Pathfinder kind of steps up. What's going on down there? What's going on down there? Shut! Stop it, please! What's going on down there? I... Presumably the demon is very angry. The demon... On y va, monsieur. You want us to fight it? No shit! 
That is why we came down here, I guess. Unless you want Victor to die. No! If you're a coward, leave. We wouldn't want I'm to not a coward! Us. Then fucking move. Fine, so... Also, you are invisible when you're saying this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys uh, start sprinting across the... Um, <clears throat> the irony is not apparent to the robot. No. <laughs> you guys start uh, sprinting across until you finally get to the room, and you see Archimedes standing there, and he... About time you came back. Tex, Oro, you see the body of Victor on the, uh, leaning up against the wall. It is unmoving. It looks to have a lot of blood trickling out of its mouth, and it is not looking salvageable. But I will draw out the game map here, uh, just very bluntly. So, uh, do you guys want to keep the same initiative or re-roll? I would like to re-roll my initiative. Okay, so everyone re-roll initiative. Uh, Pav, would you like to um, play Pathfinder, or not Pathfinder, Ignara instead? Ooh, or keep playing Ignara Pathfinder? Ignara sounds complicated. <laughs> you, well, I mean, he is a wizard. Pathfinder sounds easier. Okay, only under the condition that you stop talking like that. Why? Because it is extremely annoying to me, and... But it's like how a computer would talk. Am I wrong? You're wrong. I, I will only... I no, will, I don't think so. Listen, Siri. I, I will only allow you to keep playing Pathfinder if you do not speak like that. Okay? Okay, can I talk like this? Sure. Okay, okay. I am going to talk oh, like this. God. Roll initiative, for God's sake. Hello, are you Pathfinder? I am dragging your back. Uh, 25 to 20. 21. Okay. 215. 15 to 10. 11. 7. Oh, it's not 15. Okay, well, now I have a Pathfinder 7. 7. If not, I'm wrong. Okay. So first up is Oro. I will place you, where do you think you would be in the order right here? Uh, Archimedes is just like standing here right in the Archimedes! Since I'm invisible, I get sneak attack. Um, you will have an advantage, yes, because you have sneak attack. So where do you want me to put you in this order? Because you just came down from here. Oh, uh, put me behind, because I was in the back. Oh wait, no. I was in the front after I jumped up, so I'd say put me next to Tex. Okay, so you'll be like right here. Pathfinder will be right behind you because he's last, and Abnaron will be. Actually, no, I'll I'll, I'll say. Yeah, we could just do it via initiative. It'll be like this. So, um, yep, you're right here, Archimedes. The pit fiend is still. He's holding the axe, brandished still with the blood of Victor, and is <sighs> looking at you. So. Um. Also, can I do a quick look on? What? Uh, I just wanted to say that I uh, heal myself over where I'm behind Just using my layer names. Okay, go ahead, you can do that. So, Oro! So, bonus action to aim. Okay, you kind of brace up against the wall and you aim your short bow. That one's a 14. And that one you is... You have advantage because you're invisible. 28. It doesn't. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to do anything with my bonus action anyways. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, you just, you extra, you're really advantaged 
Which I'm doesn't actually do anything. Super duper advantaged. I rolled another 28. Um, so yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, just kidding. I was checking to see if I could actually do anything with my bonus action. But I can't. Nice. Abnaron will be right after you. FYI. Very much damage. I'm working on it. 26. Okay. So you once again kind of uh, stick an arrow right in his bicep. And Where was that from? Um, Your mother. <laughs> you say that out of nowhere. So, now it is Abnaron's turn. He is going to kind of uh, peek over... <clears throat> He's going to kind of peek over Texas' shoulder, and he will... Let's see. Um, he will uh, misty step over to here, um, and he will cast lightning bolt on this thing once again. He'll just... Yeah! Um, Cast it out because it's just kind of the uh, the go-to for him. Oh, wait, no. Uh, deck save. Uh, we're wrong stats. Yeah, they got a nine. So, uh, you see this thing is, uh, the pit fiend is kind of looking all around. And um, it's not paying attention as a neuron just casts out at it. So, I will roll that damage uh, as it goes right through its abdomen. As I am rolling that damage, it is its turn. So, uh, it will kind of, you see, raise up its hand. Uh, raise up its hand and say, You want to take me on? Then burn! And it will throw this fireball right here. So, I need, um, let's see, five, ten, fifteen. Yep. A deck save, you say. A deck save. Uh, Tex, can I make a deck save? 28! Oh, Pathfinder, make a deck save, please. Make a deck save, please, Pathfinder. Mm, 18. <gasps> I can do things with my bonus, yeah, you get a bonus. Uh, you do get a plus three bonus, uh, Pathfinder. Uh, 21. Okay, so, um, Ibnaron failed, uh, but, and what you got, you succeeded, so you take nothing, you just kind I, of, I, yeah, I just, you hit, just the like ground. hit the ground, Pathfinder, what did you get? 28, 28, okay, uh, you take 28 points of fire damage, Pathfinder, you Wait, take no, 14, 26, oh, big difference, it still succeeds, <laughs> <laughs> um, Pathfinder, you take 14 points of fire damage, uh, as the fire sweeps over, you kind of put your shield up to hide it, and um, your metal, the metal absorbs and rocks absorbs some of the uh, uh, the fire, but it still hurts. And Tex fares the worst as she just Yay. is blasted with fire. So now it is your turn, Tex. Uh, um, before I do that, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to start flying. Oh, fun! So you see, it is going to kind of. I haven't used this since the Merkle battle. Uh, you see, it's going to flap its giant wings and take off into the air. 
So, um, while I'm setting this up, you may take your turn, Jax. Right. But it is going to be um, and aim and okay, so, so 20 we'll... feet up in the air. Gotcha. Hmm. Huh, you know what? Distracted, I mean, madam. I mean, I probably don't have that, um, uh, the fly, uh, like the fly scar was obviously. No, it, it, it goes away after, I believe, a minute. Well, let me check. Uh, I'm pretty sure it goes away. 30 days. 30 days. Um, up to 10 minutes if okay. the cast concentrates. Um, Abnaron needs to make a concentration saving throw, though, because he got hit by the fireball. Um, that's a 17, which succeeds. Nice. Therefore, Fly is still active. Alright. Yeah, so Tex is, uh, let's see, is this a, can play a, that an, game. an inaccurate size now? Uh, fairly, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying these are now 5 feet instead of 10. Yeah, we'll say these are 5. Alright. 5, 10, 15, 20. So yeah, you just kind of walk up to it and then whoosh. So let me get the other flying thing up. Again, I haven't used these in a long time. You are so. going to be prepared to see the sickest rogue action you've ever seen. Absolutely. The sickest rogue turn. So how high are you going to go? Um, Same as him? Uh, just high enough to hit him. Yep, 20 feet. So I'll mark that down as well. And you, yeah, uh, Archimedes, the pit fiend or, looks kind of... So, uh, so is the pit fiend... Uh, Fifteen's twenty feet high. Yep. So if I went fifteen feet high, would I still be able to hit it? Yes, but it could still hit you. I mean, okay, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if I were to fall, I take this damage. Is sort of the thing I'm going for. But yeah, but you, yeah. No. But yeah, it kind of is surprising. The challenger then. Fine. So, um, and then what are you gonna do with the rest of your turn? Uh, I mean, that's just my movement. So. Yeah, you still have your, you still have your action, bonus action, and such. Yep. Um. I could use a bonus action to. I believe some of my smites are. Let's see what's staggering smite. Wait a minute. Can she cast smite on my weapons? Only in their own. Dang. You cannot smite other people's weapons, unfortunately. That would be sick. That would be kind of sick. Um, Pathfinder will be up after Tex. Alright, what are the odds that this dude has a good constitution? Pretty high, given that he does. <laughs> yes, that's good. What are the odds? Uh, uh, good odds. I'd say they're pretty good, given that I know he has a really good constitution. He a 31 before. He might have a decent constitution. What the odds he has a decent constitution? Well, he rolled a 31. So. Never tell me the odds. What are you doing, Tex? Um, uh, you know what? I will use... Vanish. What level spell is this? I can, but he'll probably come back. Presumably. But it um, would be funny. It would be funny. It would be funny. Um, yeah, I use you my bonus action Nine. to uh, cast Landing Smite, uh, which essentially just you do an extra 2d6 radiant. Okay, you kind of... Oh, and also if it tries to become invisible, it's visible. Okay. So... Good to know. I don't know if that's... If that ever... Pertinent. Goes through, yeah. Yeah, so you just kind of um, put radiant energy over your sword. The flames become less orange and red and more kind of like a white-yellow color. And that was a level 2 spell, so I'll mark that. Right, and now I'm going to hit it. Okay, go ahead. Make your attacks. My dog stepped on a bee. No. That's not good. eighteen. That does not hit. Right. He uses his massive axe to parry it away from you. Uh, that's a twenty-seven. That does it. All right. Woo! Woo! 
Yeah, but, uh, this creature is immune yeah, to fire. Baby. It's uh, not fair, it's radiant. Well, yeah, all my damage is radiant. You oh, well, mm. flame tongue. You do not get the extra 2d6 fire damage. That is fair. Right. Uh, so, so let's two cast six. fireball on it. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Genius. Fantastic. You're immune to being frightened, right, Tex? I am. Okay. Immune to what? Being frightened? Frightened. Oh. Wow, that was bad. Oh dear. That was all ones. <laughs> That's better. Alright. Um, 10 plus, so 17, and then I'm gonna smite the hell out of him. Okay. You go ahead early. Literally. Uh, let's see. Making holy water. Oh. The priest, the priest that knows kung fu, beating the hell out of people. Beating the hell. Out. How do you make uh, holy water? Boiling the hell. Out. Since it's it's base two d six, and then every spell. Swipe two d eight. Oh yeah, two d eight. One plus the spell level in d eights of radiant damage. That's the rule. Okay. Um. So if I do that level four, that's five d eight. Five d eight. All right. All right. So go ahead and roll that damage. I will move on if that's okay. Sounds good. Pathfinder, you're up. <laughs> Okay, I got a 22 and a 9. To hit it? Yes. Well, first, Pathfinder's it is here. 20 feet in the air. Oh, oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, alright. Okay, well, then I'm not doing that. Um. <laughs> His arm just gets really long. <laughs> yeah, really, really long. Telescoping arm. It's Mr. Fantastic. Can Pathfinder assist somehow? Like, um, unless you can buff me. I mean, can I boost you into the air? Can I, like... Oh, well, I'm gonna teleport. To you don't know where Oro is. Alright. I'm um, invisible still, right? Yeah. Does Pathfinder um, have any ranged attacks or not? Not really, unfortunately. He okay. is mostly just a fighter. Can Pathfinder run up and prepare to attack it when it re goes down to the ground? Yeah, you can, so... Uh, Ready an attack. Say 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 is the closest you can get. Okay. Um, so if it lands and is within your range, within five feet of me. Yeah, you can. You can. I'll, I'll say you can attack. take your uh, attack actions against it. Yeah. How much damage, Spencer? Um, I'm still calculating. Oh boy. Okay. Well, in the meantime, Oro, you're up next. Using my bonus action, I'm gonna teleport up to it. I'm gonna throw my sign knife and teleport up to it. Okay. So. Are you trying to kind of like teleport up to it, and then as you're falling, you'll attack him? Okay, so I will say you might have disadvantage because you are falling. Um, if I make a good acrobatics check. You're still trying to overcome gravity and... That's fine, I'm not trying to overcome gravity. I'm throwing it above his head, and then as I'm falling, I'm just going to go... I'm not fighting gravity, I'm moving with gravity to strengthen my strike. Hmm. I'll, I'll say if you roll above a 20 acrobatics. 20 acrobatics? Okay, 18 acrobatics. 19. There you go. So you won't have disadvantage. Uh, do you recall what you got, or what I got with the, the initial attack? No. Okay, great. You have to check that, okay, bro. So I got 42 with all the bonus stuff. Alright, we'll call, we'll call so that... We'll just do like 60 damage. Yeah, so... Yeah, you... Basically, okay. your first attack misses, but you just... Is, right in the chest. One second. And a bunch of black blood sprays out. You, you're going to pay for that! So, is he within 74 feet of me? 74? Yes. Okay, wonderful. If I Pythagorean theorem triangulate, I think he is. So then I can teleport up to him with a 
24 to hit that with my hits. Demon Slayer Scimitar. Yes, that hits. Okay, Go with ahead. sneak attack. Tex um, is within five feet. She is. You can that. And it's a plus D10 because he's a fiend. Yep. You guys always. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. That was such a bad roll. Just don't. Just don't. I play. am going to re-roll it. You again? Savage attacker. <laughs> I never want to hear you complain about me making overpowered oh, bosses again. That's not great. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I never want to hear you complain about OP bosses again. Shush. <laughs> 10. 22. So then, um. 34 damage. Okay, so and you it has the disadvantage effect. He does a disadvantage. So you basically. Your dagger lands right in the back of his neck, and you kind of like sailor pirate, sort of go down on him and like slice him on the back, and it just. Um, you are still falling down, and that's thus fine. You will take uh, ten points of bludgeoning damage as you just kind of like land Worth. on the ground. Um, but you have, uh, yeah, that was a lot of damage. His back is now dripping, and you see Worth. it looks like it's singed from the holy power within. So, now it is Ebnaron's turn. Uh, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Due to its... Um, fear aura. Oro, you technically did not start your turn within 20 feet of him. Woo! Therefore, you're not uh, part of it, but Ebnaron did. did. I, I believe I have something that prevents my friends from... Yes, but that is only a range of 10 feet. Oh, right, yes. And Abnaron rolled a uh, 14, which fails. So Abnaron is kind of like, I don't know about this. This is far more difficult than we anticipated. Um, so he will um, will say he will try to lightning bolt it, but I'll give the fiend advantage because he's frightened and normally a disadvantage on attack rolls. Makes sense. Uh, and the fiend got a... Where's the save? An 18, which succeeds. So, uh, with a powerful blast of his wings, Archimedes kind of whoosh moves out, and between you and between him and Tex, the bolt kind of hits the ceiling, um, and this is going off course. And Naron, you can tell, is frightened, but now it is its turn. It's going to move back to you, Tex, and be like, Come here! So, it will attack you. Not once, not twice, not thrice, but thrice. I don't know what's the word for that. Uh, Four times. times. So, its first attack with its bite will have disadvantage. Uh, And that is a 19 total. Uh, Total? Yeah, that is. Okay, so um, I need you to make a con save for me, please. Okay. Or get badly poisoned. Yes. Something like that. You keep predicting these things, man. Actually? Yeah, oh, it's poison. Oh. Uh, 24? That succeeds, so you take 24 points of, or no, uh, 20 okay. points of piercing damage um, as it just like chomps down on your shoulder and you feel this poisonous essence seep into your veins, but you're, you're strong and you're like, you manage to resist it. Uh, it will still attack you with its claw, tail, and um, Have you turned axe. angel form yet? Not yet. Why? So I'm with the claw, the next time. 28. Uh, yes. If there the is a next time. axe, uh, 17. Doesn't hit. The tail, 
32. Really? I, I, I just... I need you to spike him like a volleyball, so that way both Victor and I can stab him on the way down. Or Pathfinder and I. And, uh, how tall is the ceiling in this place? Uh, about 50 feet. 50 feet? Yep. Great. Um, let's see here. 13... Sorry, I'm calculating damage numbers. Uh... One. In the meantime, while I'm calculating damage, uh, it will be your turn, Tex. So okay. would you like to start preparing what you're going to do? Yep, yep. As you take 21 plus... 28, I'm sorry. Uh, 49 points of damage total oh, from those other two attacks. Uh, you managed manage to dodge out of the axe, but he kind of like... Again, backs with you, back hits you with the tail, and then up, uppercut claws you. This is the time that I would like to be a barbarian. Right, if only Sega were here. So, what are you gonna do? Alright, um, I'm going to. Uh, let's see, what is there? Is this? Um, Spike him. Get him. Get him out of the air. Destroy the child. I mean, I'm trying to think of a way that I could do that. Paralyze? Anything with paralysis. Yeah, but he also has like a bonus to constitution, so probably not. Um, maybe if you just bomb him on top of the head hard enough. Maybe if you cut off one of his wings. Oof. And you said he was 20 feet above the ground? Yep. Uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna move, um... Okay, yeah, I guess I will, um... I'll go angel mode. Okay, so Tex, you see again, you've seen before, these large wings just whoosh, sprout out of Tex's back. Her eyes begin to glow. Um, and yeah, I'll use, um, I guess I'll attack him first, and then I'll try and do some other stuff afterwards. Okay, go ahead. Um, so is, is this just a free action? Uh, I think I said it was a bonus action. Okay. It doesn't grab him sense. with the flame lash and pull him down. <laughs> this isn't Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I go over and grab his tail and just yank him. Yeah. <laughs> but what okay. are you gonna do? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the best option would probably, if if we can get him down to the ground, I have a solution. Yeah. To keep him on the ground. Okay. Um, but if we can't get him to the ground, then we might just have to keep on hitting him. Boom. Um. Boom. Bibbidi bop Or... Skibbidi bop Hmm. What are you doing, brother? Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to fly down to the ground. <laughs> Don't knock him off. Alright, you can descend. He will get an attack of opportunity against you. Oh, that's a good point. Um, how many attacks? Uh, one with his axe. You can dodge it. You're not sure. Why not? Let's that take more damage. Dodge. Um, 19 again. That hits. 17 again. Uh, I give him my uncanny dodge. You can't do that. That would be the most OP thing in the game. If yeah. If you could, like, psychically communicate someone how to dodge. It would be nuts. 14. 24 points of slashing. Uh, you basically, like, you start to, like, retreat a little bit, and he just, like, hits you, and you go rest, the rest of the way down as it chops into your shoulder. Okay. Uh, wait, how much damage? 24. Slashing damage. Yeah. Alright, um... How much health are you at? Not much. Uh, like 27. Okay, you're not feeling good, you are feeling... Upset. Um, 
Okay, well, actually, let's see. So if I was to do a, um, what's it called, uh, a ready action, yep. does that require your whole turn, or how does that work? It requires your action. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to sort of, like, uh, on the ground, I'm going to gesture to him, mm-hmm. sort of try and challenge him, mm-hmm. um, and I can, like, try and make a, like, charisma, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he gets within, uh, basically, any... any any distance smaller than 20 feet from the ground, mm-hmm. I'm going to catch, cast Magic Circle on him. Okay. Good to know. So, yeah, you kind of back him down. Go ahead and make a Charisma check if you'd like. Uh, 24. Okay, so yeah, he definitely seems to... He kind of... Uh, he looks to sort of beckon towards you. Um, so, is that your turn? Um, I, I don't think there's much else you can do. You can move, I mean, but... Uh, yeah, I think uh, I will move a little bit away. Okay. To... So, uh, I should mention that uh, Magic Circle has a casting time of one minute. Which is something that I neglected to say before, but it's got a casting time of one minute. Uh, I guess I'll work on that. <laughs> Oh, we'll work on it. Cast time stop, except for on or including text, so that way she can cast it. Yeah, that would have been a nice level spell. Well, <laughs> Pathfinder, it is your turn. Pathfinder. Is he asleep? Nope. We're please, back. please stay awake. I know this is going a long time, but we got we need you. We need our robot. What are you going to do? And anything else? Or are you uh, going I mean, to continue readying your action? I'm going to continue. Okay, you are just continue to ready your action. Can I double ready? Uh, you no. Attacks? You cannot double ready. Uh, I mean, you'll make two attacks with your ready because you readied your attack action. Oh, that's... Oro! You're up. Can I Am I still invisible? Brazilian. Oh, wicked. Uh, I would assume so, yeah. I don't think uh, attacking or anything ends it. Um, so I'm going to spend a bonus action to aim. Alright. And I'm going to flip. Alright, you aim up right at the taint and go to shoot him in. 26 to hit. That hits. Going for the crit. No crit. Yeah, you aim basically right right up by kind of where the, the base of the tail is, maybe to try to incapacitate it or hurt it. Uh, can I put a hole in his wing, actually? Um, you can try. They're pretty big wings, so an arrow might not really do much. But it would still do damage, it just won't um, incapacitate his flying. Okay, that's fine. I'll shoot him between the tanks then. Okay. I re-roll it, kidding. That doesn't apply to this. <sighs> Whoa, that's a lot of twos. That's all two- that's almost all twos. <laughs> Two, four, eight, ten, fourteen, nineteen damage. Damn, that was bad. Okay. So yeah, you How do I get swim- nineteen damage from six D6? Right. You flip right in the back of his leg, and he... So, uh, now it is Abnaron's turn. He is still feeling afraid, but he's going to... Um, let's see. Uh, he... Okay, he's going to repeat his save. Because uh, he failed last time. And that is still a failure. Unfortunately, he rolled an 18, and it fails. So, Abnaron is still kind of... That's terrifying. Scared of what's going on. Um... 
So he, let's see, what will he do? Okay, he's going to. He's going to kind of wave his hands together and go back from when you came, you demon! And he's going to point his staff up and try to cast banishment on it. Uh, and so Pitfiend has to make a charisma save. From whence you came, you mean the wall that's behind us. Right. Yeah, just teleports 10 feet behind us. The, no, the Pitfiend got an 18, which succeeds. Ah, so it, it almost, it, it looks like the Pitfiend is kind of like pulled in a certain direction, but he... So now it is his turn. Um, he will, in fact, descend. He will just like... Boom! Land down. Uh, Pathfinder, you may make your attack if you'd like. Your two attacks. Hit him. Hey. Did you actually fall asleep? Yes. <laughs> you may make your two attacks. Okay. I'm sorry, I... Please try to focus just a little bit. Attack twice, Pathfinder. As soon as... As soon as Pathfinder is ready, you see, um... Thank you for the coffee beans. He kind of... He, he kind of, um... Goes to attack. He's holding his sword up. So, Pathfinder. Five. Or 15. Five. <laughs> that misses. I'm going to move him here because he's in within range. Next one. Uh, 21. That hits. D8 right. plus 4 damage. Uh, your first attack kind of whiffs as you misjudge the, as he misjudges the distance, but then your second hits him. 21. 21. Or 11. Why am I adding... Uh, you see, my brain right now is just, I need more coffee bean. <laughs> okay. All yours, dude. One more coffee bean. So, um, he's, the pit bean is starting to look a little bit injured, uh, with the wounds all over his body, especially the one that Tex left right in the chest with that radiant. He's looking a little hurt, but he's still very much determined. So he's going to look at Pathfinder, and he will, um, go to bite him. He'll just, like, grab him with one of his claws, and actually, uh, he'll attack Pathfinder? Yes, he'll attack Pathfinder with the claw, uh, with a 29. That hits. And then the bite is a 28. So can I have Pathfinder roll a constitution save for me, please? He's a robot. Shouldn't he be immune to poison? He has advantage. He's a construct. Okay. So you have advantage uh, on the save. That makes sense. Okay. Constitution? Yep. 12. Twelve. Oh, you have advantage, so done. Yeah, he 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 no, did roll. He rolled an eight and a six. Oh. So Pathfinder takes a total of let's see, five plus eight. Give me a moment. Thirteen plus eight is twenty-one. Plus four is twenty-five. Plus eight is thirty-three. Points of damage total. So go ahead and mark that down. 33 damage total as um, Archimedes like bites him and rips off part of the stone armor uh, as well as some metal with it. And you see Pathfinder kind of staggers back so he is poisoned. Um, I will let you know that Pathfinder cannot regain hit points while he is in poisoned in this way. Okay. So, and then he will move over to Tex. Um, or you may make an attacker opportunity against him if you like. I am going to do that. Okay. With well, I, I Demon Slayer Scimitar, and since yeah. I have allies within five feet of him. Uh, sneak attack happens once per turn. So I will say that you can't sneak attack on a reaction. But you can still attack. 11, him. or um, 26 to hit. Hits. Text the tail and axe against you. Right. The tail is a 17. 
Or no, um, the tail is a 32, the, ta- the axe is 17. Okay, yeah, axe is 17. He, he takes... Twenty points or twenty damage. Okay, so you still manage. That's to... with my demon slayer scimitar. Yeah, you kind of cut the tip off of his tail with that one, uh, but he seems to be pounding towards Tex to notice. As you take Tex, uh, thirty-one points of bludgeoning as the tail whips you in the face. Tex is down. All right, Tex is knocked down as the tail like it's terrifying like victor did before it just like smacks her in the chest and she hits the wall and is now unconscious it is your turn please make a death save revivify and your ability will uh be gone now that you've gone unconscious if i'm ever getting back uh that's one that's one one failure takes aim looking good but now it is pathfinder's turn Okay. Uh, the start of your turn, Pathfinder. Get within five feet of him. Uh, hold on a minute. Start of your turn, Pathfinder takes. Um, let me roll this real quick. Two, six. So he would take twenty-eight points of damage, but he is a construct, thus he has resistance to poison damage, and thus he takes fourteen points of poison damage. So he takes an additional. 14 okay. points of poison damage as the poison is starting to seep into his uh, the, his insides. It doesn't affect him as much because it doesn't have Ow. blood, but yeah, it still hurts. He's going to run up right next to um, Oro. Okay, you would like to move it to Oro? Yep. You will provoke an attack of opportunity if you do so unless you disengage. Is Ben's not, not running it. out of the range of him? Yeah, you will. You'll, you'll be up here, which is out of his range. Oh. Can I run, like, within his... Within his attack range and be close to me? Yeah. Just be... Well, he has a, well I, I guess he does have a range of not 10 feet. Therein, if you were to be... So he's right here. If you were to be, I would say, there... I'm not going to run out of his attack range because I'm still going to attack him in this turn. Okay, well, your attack range is 5 feet. Yeah, exactly. So, so you can't... So you can't move further than five stay, feet. From him. I'm gonna stay here. Like I'm not gonna even try to disengage. I'm just gonna stay there. Okay. And then I'm gonna take my two attacks. Pathfinder attacks again with the sword. Uh, and that's gonna be twenty-five and nineteen. Both hit. Don't forget the Pathfinder has the regenerate ability. Ooh, ten at the start of his turn. Yep, at the start of your turn, you regenerate ten hit points. Oh, okay, wicked. So, um, his body is built to kind of knit itself back together, but go ahead and roll uh, your D8s. Just eights. 10 hit points, no matter what? Or what? Yeah, just 10. While, while, oh, okay. he's, while he's attacking, I'm going to scream to um, the wizard. Ebnaron. Ebnaron. Ebnaron, monsieur, he attacks. What? I, I ignore the demon. I don't have any healing spells. Oh, sure, just the one earlier. I'm not that kind of wizard, I'm sorry. Uh, you this old man. Come on, I'm trying! 13. 13? Damage roll? Did you roll for both attacks? Total damage, yeah. Okay, so you are still whittling away at this guy. He is looking rougher and rougher. You're cutting off, you cut off like some of the horns on his knees. He's getting closer. But, Oro, now your turn. Um, I'm going to run up and stab him with my demon slayer. Okay, you're going to where you where do you want to move to? Um I'm gonna move up to there. Right about here? Yeah, okay. and that is a 30 to hit. <laughs> yes! Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He's not uh, harassed with 
plus five armor. I have to make a creature sometime with like 30 armor class, but like two hit points. There's <laughs> a goblin with just a 30 in AC. 35. Damage. Okay, so you stab like right underneath his arm, and uh, he. I'm actually going to attempt to hack off a wing. Ooh. Um. I think that would require a nat 20 to like hack off a body part. Okay, so then shank it. But you do still, you stab like right into the arm and twist it and he... The, 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 uh, the damage flowing into him is really strong. You feel it especially pulse hard with radiance. He is looking very injured. But it is now Narwhan's turn. It does have disadvantage on what kind of attacks? Uh, just his next attack. The first attack of his next turn. Okay. So he's gonna, Narwhan's gonna... No, he's not. No, I got a nat one. Yeah, he's useless. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Um, not trying hard enough, evidently. So lecture us about being in over our heads. And Naron will use this old man. And Naron will uh, go to lightning bolt. The demon got a uh, twenty-two on his deck save. Wow. So uh, it still kind of clips. Oh wait a minute! I forgot to do my extra stab. Yeah, well, whatever. It's your turn. Too late now. It still kind of clips part of the demon's wing, and it takes off part of its bone, kind of not destroying the wing, but crippling it a little bit. And he's frantically spinning around, trying to figure things out. So now it is uh, his turn. Uh, you see he will grab a fireball in his hand. If I'm going to die, I'm taking you all with me! And he will fireball right on the ground. This is fun. This is fine. So, uh, can I have everyone make, let's see, uh, Dex, you fail a Dex, you fail a uh, death save yep. because you are within the range. Pathfinder, please make a dexterity save. Not 20. You succeed. <laughs> I, Yay! I guess you succeed. Nine. I'd like, I'd like to think it's With the advantage or no? Uh, no, not, not with advantage. I'd like to think it's the mechanic where certain, like, dodges in video games Plus have... Plus three or no? Have iframes. No, because she's incapacitated. Have okay. iframes? Right. So that you just, like, dodge roll into a wall and take no damage? Yeah. I'm just doing a backflip and avoiding the explosion. Uh, Pathfinder takes 27 points of fire damage uh, as he is consumed by the fire, and the Pit Fiend um, is immune to fire. So you see it kind of comes out unscathed, but it is still looking... Yeah, dude, Sam. Unscathed. Huh? <laughs> I was just being like, yeah, dude, tap. <laughs> <laughs> tap me up, demon. Okay. Yo, I've lost a total of 69 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> damage. <laughs> Alright, Tex. Death save. <sighs> this is it for Tex. This is it if I get anything. You want to use a different die? You want to use my special die? I'll try the special die. The special die is going to give her a nat one. Yeah, if I get anything more than a 10, I'm blaming this on you. The special die is going to get Wait, also, how one. the hell do you read these? <laughs> you just got to get close. You got to squint and get close. Where's it's that? 12. So, Tex is still alive. You, you're you're fading in and out of consciousness just barely. Can Tex roll on Dice on God's side? Pathfinder, you're up. Can I roll on Dice God's side? No, you may not. Dice God is his own entity. You may not roll near him. Okay, so, two attacks yeah, again. Two attacks. Uh, that's... Uh, 21. 21. 21. Those both hit. <laughs> roll... Uh, roll your damage. Ooh, kill it. Get him. Get him. Get him. 
Uh, 18. Okay, so this thing is nearly dead. Can you see the fancy dice? Sure. Uh, this thing is nearly dead. You like slash across its upper leg and it uh, goes down to one knee. It's like trying to swipe at you, but you're managing to dodge out of the way. Oro, it's your turn. Get it. Roll to hit. Kill it. 15. Kill it. Please kill it. Side eye. Side eye. Instead of a 15, it is now a 25. <laughs> that hits. <laughs> Woo! Kill it. What do you want my special die for? Your ass uh, is I mine, buddy. Because it's my death. Okay. It's a very nice die, I agree. I got this set for Christmas. It's really cool. 27 damage. How do you want to do this? So it's flopping down to one knee, right? Yeah, it's kind of going down on one knee with its. I just stabbed it under. I just stabbed it under the arm. Yep. So I'm thinking I just want to remove my blade from under the arm, step in front, and cut its throat. All right. So kind of like Doom, you basically you remove the blade. You kind of with sort of acrobatics. We'll say you maybe like step off of its knee because it's still like eight feet tall even when it's kneeling down. You kind of like step off one of the scales of its horns, pull yourself up, grab by the horns and slash upward and land down in kind of like a pose with the scimitar over your shoulder as like blood rains down behind you and the demon like boom topples down onto the ground. So the pit fiend has been vanquished. Pit fiend. <sighs> the Naran kind of bon chance, over monsieur. You. We need to stabilize Tex. Mm. Really. Um, uh, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll try my best. I, I, I don't have many healing things, but I'll see what I can do. I have acid splash. <laughs> okay. No! If you check my pockets, I have a... Um, um, I'm gonna... Uh, what's, this, what's the small one? The, like, the first... The uh, regular potion healing? Yeah. I'm gonna pat her down. Else. Okay, you, you patterned it. <laughs> so it's your body. Uh, yeah, okay. I guess you could find the uh, the healing potion. So Crank open the jaw, dump it in. 2d4 plus 2. I'm a robot. I'm going to voice Pathfinder from now on. 2d4 plus 2, so that is 6 healing. You heal 6 hit points, Tex. You are brought back <gasps> barely from the brink. Oh, thank goodness, you're right. We thought we lost you there. How are you feeling, man? Victor! Victor! He is gone. What? Even if I have the components, it has been much longer than a minute. Pathfinder kind of, yeah, walks over to Victor's body, which is pretty, is very much, it is not like destroyed, but there is blood coming out of his mouth. There are multiple lethal cuts and bruises across his body. He is, by all means, dead. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Pathfinder just like punches the wall. I should have done more. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I mean, it's insane, though. It's on the one hand, he brought this on himself, but on the other, we could have done more. You could have done more to help him. I decapitated the demon while you sat there shitting your pants, Monsieur. I would not talk to me about doing more. You were still the one who went with him. Obviously. It is what he wanted. Well, I hope you're happy with getting him what he wanted. Incredibly. Well, 
Now what? And Do we just leave? You see, like, Tex isn't... Is Where? one focused on the body of Victor, and two is just, like, she has a, uh, what sort of looks like a scroll, um, <sighs> with different incantations in it. Mm-hmm. And she's just wildly flipping through the Looking through all of her spells and such. Oro is clearly, like, dazed by it and traumatized, but he's too busy, you know, he's trying to occupy himself with other things, thinking about dealing with the remainder of the Black Steel Legion and all these things, you know. Even though we've cut the head off the snake, there's still work to be done, and he's just occupying himself with that instead of acknowledging that Victor is dead. Tex finishes looking through her her uh, uh, spells. Um, is there anything you can do? She stands up and pulls back one of her sleeves, uh, and everyone sees this very fine piece of thread surrounding one uh, wrist. Uh, with a, a needle that is also affixed. What? And she just stares at it. What is that? A gift. Is it something else that would cause a lot of problems for us? Because we have dealt with enough of those. It is, uh... I'm not sure how much you trust Istis, but, uh, this is of holy origin. He kind of just sits down with his staff. Here is the... Here's our option. If I remove this from my wrist, then the day starts over. No. No, madam, you cannot do that. Please. That is what I thought. As strong as I am, I'm not sure if I can go through this again. Um, but what if it brings Victor back? What if you could prevent all of this? She would make the same red mistakes again, monsieur. We could try, though. We have to bring him back somehow. It's... Monsieur. We got lucky. We got lucky today. We got lucky today, monsieur. But what if it doesn't have to happen in the first place? What if next time she dies, too? She was this close, monsieur. We have to cut our losses. But... What if none of us make it through next time? Even if we try, we were trying earlier, the thing was still toying with us. I just... He was... important. He was... He saved the world. He was... He might have been in the wrong, but he was a good soul and he... He did the right thing when it mattered, monsieur. But you heard him today. There was no convincing that. Pathfinder kind of takes the body of Victor. It's done, it's done. Where should we bury him? I, I look over to you. Um, and I'm, I sort of, uh, there's, there's his home with that book. Where? With heavy hearts, you guys kind of leave. Most of the cultists have been cleared out at this point. The soldiers are still in the, uh, the base as you continue to walk up through it. Mark and kind of meets you and 
Hey, we, we saw... We paid a heavy price today, monsieur. I'm sorry. We all are. If there's anything I can do to help you, I, I can, but... Otherwise, my men and I will clear this place out and... Let, let me come with you, monsieur. I feel as if I... I could be put to much better work if I was simply directed better. As you saw today, left to my own devices, I'm hurting people. I request that I'm put to good work protecting and serving your village. He kind of puts a hand on your shoulder and I'll see what I can do. Thank you, monsieur. As for the rest of you, just my condolences is all I can give. Thank you. So, mm, unless there's anywhere else you go, will you begin to make the pilgrimage back to the town of Murin? Uh, yes. Yes. Alright. Um, Pathfinder will accompany you, and so will Naron. They will. They both will. Uh, Oro, <clears throat> but before we get to that, Oro, you, uh, you kind of... <clears throat> um, Markham takes you back to the uh, town of Central Dale, uh, as well as all the soldiers, and he kind of just speaks with you on, on the way as you guys are going on horseback. He speaks to you. So, would it be rude to ask what exactly happened down there? I made a miscalculation, Monsieur. I was blinded by my need for revenge, and it cost us a good sword. The man we killed, Archimedes, he, he was a rotten soul. He assisted my father in the subjugation of many people. And I figured if I could, if I could work up the courage to kill Archimedes and dismantle his operation, maybe eventually it would, it would give me the courage to kill my father. But I'm misguided. Killing him did nothing but cost more than it was worth. I thought we could take him, but we fell right into a trap. He he had transferred his consciousness into a pit fiend. And killed Victor. I was able to flee and find Tex and everyone else. We made it back and we were able to kill it. Barely, though. And here we are now. I... I do not know what I would do if given this chance again. Well, I guess if you're looking for something to do, I've got a couple positions in the guard. I don't know what might happen now. Hopefully that cult of space was the extent of whatever's going on here, but if there's more, then you're welcome to join. I'm not one to give you advice on how to handle your own demons. I've handled a lot of those myself, to be sure, and I've lost people dear to me. But take your time. If you feel ready, speak to me about positions or 
things you can do and maybe you can turn over a new leaf. Merci, monsieur. And kind of <clears throat> in sorrow, you ride off towards the now setting sun of in Central Dale, hoping that perhaps the future of your life holds more reputable things for you. Your uh, past has been troubled with fugitive status, lack of guidance, and general lack of uh, ideas, so you hope to yourself that things will be different. But, Tex, you continue uh, your pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. Nothing changes, nothing notable happens, at least not to a normal person. Sure, a few notable things happen, a few enemies, a few bandits here and there, but to you, there's not much that sways you now that you're looking down at the body of someone who you forged such a strong friendship with, who mm. you saved the world with, and who you thought was somewhat different. Eventually, after hiking up to the uh, hiking up to the town through a bit of snow and rain, you make it to the small village is still as empty as it was before. This is where Victor is from. Indeed. <clears throat> yeah. I thought it was just uh, fitting. Say, Tex still believes something else is from here. Perhaps, but... Do I? <laughs> oh, right! <laughs> Tex, Tex is a little uh, dizzy at the moment to think about that. Yeah. Well, I guess we just came down. It wasn't. Pathfinder. Yeah, the text. Um, uh, I guess would I have the would I have Gorgiac's shovel? No, Gorgiac has the shovel. Darn. Uh, okay, I mean, we, we can probably just say that we stopped by someplace to. Right, so you probably could have gotten a shovel, and you could. Where exactly are you going to dig? I, I see if there's, uh, like, how the, the wilderness has overgrown the, the town. Um, not that much since you last left. There's some plants and such in the houses here and there, but generally the ground is still kind of flat, trodden dirt. Okay. It so looks like it's, it was, it, back when the village was populated, you assumed that people walked around enough to stamp out most of the plant life. Okay, so there isn't like a, uh, like a tree in the center where there's... No, there's a forest, but there's no, yeah, there's no tree or anything in the village itself. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess Tex walks over to sort of the border between the, um, uh, between the, the town and the forest. Uh, because, um, I think this is, uh, thematically this is sort of close to Sagor, I guess. I think you would like to be here. Alright. And, uh, yeah, sort of just like along the burial, or along the barrier between the, the town and the, the forest. Pathfinder will, Pathfinder will help you dig. After um, about 30 minutes of work, you and Pathfinder managed to clear out a hole big enough to lower Victor in and then put it all back in. 
And, uh, yeah, I think over, over time, uh, like, probably didn't happen immediately, um, uh, she would end up getting, like, a, he a headstone made and all of that. Um, well, you, I, we could say that you had one made on the way if you'd like. Okay, that works. If you, if you felt like Tex would make one and if you have anything you want to put on it. If not, we could say you take the time to do so. Yeah, I'll, I'll think of something, but not right now. Okay. Um, so, Ebnaron kind of... Well, I guess it's just us now. Yes. I mean... There's no one left. I don't count. Yes, you do. There were four. And as time went by, it took them from us. Well, and the world will never be the same. I guess that's just what happens. If you live a life like this, you're not usually bound to retire. Zagor is probably one of the luckier ones. I'm sure he's still out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And uh, he may have brought this upon himself, but he still changed the world in, in, in more ways than anyone has in hundreds, if not thousands of years. You did, yeah. You and him and everyone else still saved Athopia. Without him, we would all be zombies or just floating debris among the stars. Yeah, that is true. Awesome. Pause real quick. Yeah. Um, Kev, how would Victor actually want to go? Since, since, since I was debating whether he would want a nice peaceful, like, place, or whether he'd want to be, like... Victor like, can't tell you that. Thrown off a cliff. Or I was thinking, like, city square, like, everyone knows that I died for your sins, sort Victor of thing. Victor can't tell you that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, right. he, he doesn't, you don't know him. Then yeah, I'll, I'll stick with what I did, but... Well... Frankly, I'm... I'm too old to do any more of this. I think I'm just going to... Go back home. That is... That is wise. If... If you need me, tell me. Of course. And... I suppose I'll just... I have the feeling I'm going to continue to... My... At least not yet. My job is not done. But if I get in a situation that is... That I foresee being sticky, I will let you know. Yes. And he kind of... Slowly walks away and starts to begin drawing a teleportation circle. And yeah, Tex uh, hops on her horse and... Hold on, Tex. Hmm? With... Victor having been gone, I... I still think that it is his fault. But... I still take some responsibility for what's happened 
Well, you're not alone, I can show you on that. I was a machine built to serve people, to attend to what people need, and I should have done more, I should have tried to keep him here, I should have not been so violent. Why the hell do I have feelings anyways? It's so much worse that I have to feel things for these people instead of just accept that they're dead and move on. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry I uh, spared that burden on you. But... In exchange, mm -hmm. I'm coming with you. Whatever it is you're doing, wherever you're going, I'm with you. <laughs> because I'm not going to let another one slip through my fingers. And if anything, you're the one who I feel I can accompany the most. I still have things to do. The world still has things to do. And we need to carry on in the stead of the heroes we don't have anymore. And we, uh, I suppose we do still have a few mysteries to solve, don't we? Aye. Very well. Where will it be first? Mm. Well, I have heard rumors that there are white dragons down south. I Maybe we should start there. As fun as that sounds, I feel like that's nice. Uh, I don't feel like getting burnt today. Let's try something else. White dragons? Wait, did he fall? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't feel like getting frozen. I don't like frozen. Getting, I don't want to be a frozen chicken nugget today. And I don't think that is uh, currently in line with my goal. But if we stumble across them, then I suppose we'll work on that. Well, I guess we'll just wander. I mean, a hero without a quest is just a vagabond. <laughs> So I guess that's what we'll be until something comes up. Yeah. I spent my time as well, though, so I could do it again. That's it. So, Pathfinder travels along with you, and you set down the mountain, hoping for brighter journeys ahead. <clears throat> While you did resolve your story, the cost was not what you predicted. Is it resolved? It'll take... T it's gonna be like five years. <laughs> it, it'll take time for you to heal and time for things to change. Maybe it will come up again, who knows, but for now, all you can think of is fate moves on. Time ticks forward and life will keep moving for you. You still have a lot of years left to live and there's never nothing for someone of your caliber to do in this world. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you have? Can I sort of do a, uh, like, like, a few years after the fact sort of thing? In a minute, sure. Victor, you are definitely dead. 
I just want to make that exceedingly clear. Yeah. But at some certain point, I could have hit after the after the darkness. You open your eyes to see you're sitting in a house. Your house. You <clears throat> you feel as though you know you're not aware. You're you're aware that you have passed on, and that you are not alive anymore. But you can smell stew on the stovetop, and the uh, away from your room and your father is sitting on your bed beside you. And he just kind of looks at you and quite a story that was, eh? Quite a story. <laughs> well, we don't want to be late for dinner now, do we? Oh, your mother's making venison stew tonight, and after that we've got to work on your magic, haven't we? Well, I'd like to entertain this. I'd like to think that my story is an ever. Really? Hmm, well, no one's story really ends. Things go on after this and that, but honestly, I think your story's just starting. You're a little chap, you know? But I think your story starts with meeting your mother for dinner. <laughs> he kind of pats you on the back and stands you up. You know, I think you're going to do great things someday, Victor. I can just feel it. With what you've got inside of you, you're destined for something. Something, alright. And you take some comfort in knowing that while this world is not necessarily real, and while you don't really know what you are, at least it's somewhere comfortable. Somewhere you feel distanced from the stress and dangers of the life you used to live and you feel as though at least things are, at the time being, alright. If we'd like to actually, yeah, we can fast forward a few years um, to see what technically we're doing, how, what exactly what you'd be thinking of. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Tex really just, um, uh, sort of using her, her criminal contacts that she never really got to use during the campaign. Not much. Um, and just keeps an, keeps an ear to the ground for anything that's going on. Um, and like you were saying, she does sort of just, like, she hears there's some shady business and she goes to bust down the door and knock some heads in. Yeah. Um, and I think this lasts for a while. Um, but it's slowly, like, you know, she, she's taking care of the vast majority of the slave trade at this point. Or, like, that the, she can find. Yeah, over time, the Black Steel Legion... I don't want to get too far ahead, because maybe I want to play again in this world in the future, but over the next, like, 30 or so years, up until about Texas retirement, you start to handle the Black Steel Legion until it's no longer really the threat that it was before, as well as generally dealing with this and that and the other thing, handling um, things that come up. Nothing is monumental or major as you used to handle. And you do still enjoy it, 
from a certain way, though there is, there is always still this kind of empty part within you that misses fighting with your allies. Pathfinder's a good companion, but it's not quite the same. Um, and, uh, what, Melanie, what was Victor's full name? You remember it along the lines of Ilbaros Wildervain. I think, uh, over time, um, like, a few more, uh, castles are, or, like, fortresses or whatnot are taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tex essentially <laughs> spreads the, uh, the reign of the kobolds. Um, and she na- she names the, the one, uh, that they had managed to take out after the birthday. Um, the first one. Mm-hmm. And the house of Edelbaros. Exactly. And continues to do the same for all of her compatriots. So when you name, you know, Castle Dotsk. Exactly. Castle Ruldriak. This and that and the other thing. Um, and yeah, I think, like, once she eventually tries to settle down, it's difficult. Um, you find it hard to keep the blood off your sword, yeah. Exactly. Um... Though I think, eventually, near near her retirement, um, she's clearing out, uh, you know, some like some bunker, uh, some like some cultists doing something. Um, but she ends up uh, sort of um, essentially there's already a raid going on by a few guard. Alright, I can imagine. Um, and I think there's, there's one guard that manages to do their job very well. And Tex sort of meshes with them a bit. And eventually, over the next like five years... A woman guard? A woman guard, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Just making sure, I mean, her... She, she, I, yeah. She would continue to uh, sort of check in on her. Would they make woman guard babies? That's not... I mean, they could adopt. Look, I know it's Pride Month, but that's not how this works. I mean, look, it's D and D. They could make magical babies. Let, let's let's let Spencer continue his character arc. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like over the, the last like five years of her her journey, um, she checks in with her, uh, and eventually they settle down away from the city, uh, start a little, you know. Basically everything they need to keep themselves alive, and just you know, Tex finally gets to leave peacefully. Your story with babies? No, I mean like maybe she adopts that that Tex makes with Tex's partner. Your story ends there. Mm -hmm. You, yeah, this is far in the future. Far in the future, but like forty years. And who knows what Victor's dead body is up to now? Decaying? Yes, yeah, so, some bitch is like, hey, <laughs> this is fun. This is cool. But. Until a necromancer goes like. You all finally go off your separate waka, ways. Waka, waka. The resistance, while a strong band of heroes, has sort of officially been kind of disbanded. They had their journeys and their exploits. Despite where they may be now, 
They will always be remembered by the people of Athopia, as will those who assisted them. Oro's name, name of Pathfinder, Naron, Silden, and a bunch of other random NPCs will all be included in the history books as people who changed the world, who stood out from the rest, and while they may not have done it perfectly, they did what they wanted to do. And everyone will remember them. And I think, at this point, that is where we can end, not just the session, not just Steel Hammer, but Traveler's Tales. There's nothing more planned after this. While we've all enjoyed this, we all have our separate ways to go and our separate lives to live. The story of these people has been a long and tumultuous roller coaster, ups and downs, lefts and rights. But we hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you have enjoyed this traveler's tale. I want to thank the players for dealing with all the crazy stuff that I threw at you. All the monsters, puzzles, as well as all the crazy planning and challenges that came with trying to get this thing organized. I want to thank the audience. Even though there may not be many of you we still appreciate those of you who do listen and who do really follow us. And I want to close the curtains on Athopia for the time being. There's a chance Traveler's Tales will return in the future, but for the foreseeable future and indefinitely, we are putting this story to rest. Athopia has been saved, peace is mostly restored. And its heroes are, in more ways than one, finished. So, thank you, everyone, so very much for listening to Traveler's Tales. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope we've inspired you maybe to do your own thing. And we hope that you Perhaps stay with us in the future if we ever come back. But if not, thanks maybe, from Victor. Maybe tell your kids about it or something. You know. Yeah, you're yeah, not ready for it, but your kids will love it. I, this might, uh, you know, if this inspires some some story, some new campaign that you play, or even one shot, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, that's great. That's this what is matters. an epic moment. I'm gonna miss liking food. This so is what D&D is about. I won't like food after this. <laughs> this is what D&D is about. It's not just about the game. It's about how... The friends you made along the way. It's about the, <laughs> it's about the people. You know? It's about, you know, it's about the anime. These dumbasses are my friends and I wouldn't have it any other way. Joe Jones. So Joe thank, you, thank you guys for playing in my world. And thank you, audience for listening to all the shenanigans we got up to. This from was kind of like Victor's Bizarre Adventure. You know? A little bit. And, and, but Victor died and then everyone else survives and then there will be another Victor 
like Victor's child, but it'll be in America of this world, you know, <laughs> like like part oh, two of JoJo's. And then there will be a season three where we invent a totally new kind of power in D and D that no one hears about. You know, like stands. No, but okay. Like totally <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, so much. We hope you enjoyed this. From jumping into pits and fighting bugbears to killing gods and demons. So thank you. Thank you so incredibly much for being a part of this campaign. Thank you for listening to Traveler's Tales. Welcome back to Traveler's Tales. Signing off for now. Welcome back. I'm Gideon. That's Pav. That's Joe. That's Spencer. Not same bad time. Not same bad channel. That we had Billy and Lake at one point. So... Welcome we're, back. We're the crew. To Traveler's Tales. Welcome back. Bye. Hello, everyone.